0: Everyone, you're listening to Arts Mitten on Sin. I'm Viv Mitic, and I'm here with Simran and our wonderful guest for today, Joanne Samuel. She is the director of the new Australian film, The Legends of the Five, which is available on many major streaming platforms. Absolutely.
1: Yes, it's so exciting. Today is the day. Absolutely. <laughs> And the streaming platforms, which The Legend of the Five has made its debut on, are Apple TV, Fetch, Foxall Store, Google Play, Telstra TV Movies, as well as YouTube. So we're super excited to have you, Joe. And The Legend of the Five, basically the plot is a super exciting adventure and coming of age journey, which follows a group of misfit teenagers who encounter an ancient relic during a school trip. And alongside this, they find themselves caught up in a magical world with elemental powers that they can't imagine. They're beyond their belief. And as they say, with great power comes great responsibility. So our teenagers have to learn the responsibility side of things as well and stopping an age-old evil monster from destroying the world. So we are here with director Joanne Samuel. So we have seen Joe on our screens in some extremely memorable pieces, including but not certainly not limited to Mad Max, Stinson Creek, and Hey Dad. But for in the past few years, Joe, you have shown us how talented you are, and you've branched out into directing. You directed Stinson Creek, and you're making your film directorial debut with The Legend of Five.
2: That's right. Yes, I decided that. it's something that I needed to do. I've always wanted to give it a go. I, I've directed theatre and I've directed smaller things, uh, but this was my first feature film and uh, I just wanted to step out and give it a go because I've been in the industry for a long, long time. I started out in theatre, musical theatre, when I was about five and I just loved it. It's the, I love the industry. I love the work. So it was just something that I, as an actor, I just wanted to broaden um, my scope and, and give it a go and direct. So I was very lucky to have um, One Tree Productions, which is Jessie Ahern producing and Tanya Esposito. It was um, it's awesome to have them because they were brilliant in the whole bringing it together. Um, to looking at the vision and saying, right, we're gonna make this film, we wanna make a film. My genre, my favorite genre is family and childrens. Uh, I'm a bit of a Disney girl. I love all that stuff. Um, so that is my genre, because I run a youth theater in the Blue Mountains. I teach kids. Um, they start with me when they're about nine, and now I've got some students at NIDER and afters and and they're just continuing their career. No, I love the children as well I love the kids as well and um, so I love the um, the ability to bring to them stories and also create stories that are about kids I think is really good. Amazing yeah. and
1: you've mentioned when we were interviewing Lauren, Lauren also mentioned we asked Lauren to use three words to describe the movie and two of the words that Lauren used were basically adventure and family so expanding on this, what were some of the themes that came across when you were filming this? These themes could be either um the cinematic themes that we see in the movie, or this could just be themes that occurred to you
2: artistically behind the scenes? Oh, cinematically we really went we really wanted that cinema look. It was made for the big screen, it was made for the cinema. So and the the locations just made it so much easier to get that, you know. I guess another theme through it that I like to to look at it is that through bad, good can come, that you need to actually sometimes go through something to come out the other end to make a difference for you to grow more as a person or in our sense that all our, our team, all our kids, all they joined and their community, their connections got stronger as well as them understanding more about themselves as people as well. Um, they're an awesome cast of young people. They were really, really great. Um, so, yeah, I guess that was something else that I would add to that is to get through those, to go through where things are darkest and come out the other end. Mm. Doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be the end of the show. It just means that you're going to come through and, um, reach a point of discovery about yourself and for our five for them as a group as well
0: it sounds like that um it sounds like you all um both on screen and also um you know behind the scenes had a really good relationship did you do any um did you do any team building exercises with the cast to help them prepare for the legend of the five
2: not really um They, apart from a couple, apart from um, Deb and Gabby, the other three knew each other quite well, Lee and Lauren and Nick. Um, They actually, they came with that chemistry already in built. Deb and um, Gabby are just awesome young actors and they're full of life and energy. And so when we first got together, we got together a couple of times and just discussed it. I discussed how important I felt chemistry was. That that we get that link, that we get that connection between them in the end. And um, seriously, such a, a great professional bunch. They just joined up immediately after our first couple of meetings, and um, they were great. They uh, they really went for it. It's hard when you are making. Um, um, an Aussie film, I guess, because you don't have a lot of time, you don't have a huge budget, so you just jump in and do the best you can with what's around you. And these young actors already have a wealth of um, experience behind them, so they bought that as well as their wonderful personalities and selves. And I think the chemistry was there. It worked really well. Mm.
0: Yeah, chemistry really elevates a film and also, um, and also the skill sets of everyone who works on it and makes it what it is.
2: And I totally yeah. agree with you. I totally agree that chemistry is vital.
0: So most of The Legend of the Five was filmed in the Blue Mountains. What were the challenges of, uh, of filming this film, especially on location?
2: lots of rain we uh we continued to shoot in the rain the rain made it look good though you know it just softens the light in australia sometimes the light can be really quite harsh we've got really bright sun so filming in the mountains you know for a start you get natural mist we did smoke it up though you know you get out the smoke machine and smoke it up you know awesome locations when we filmed out in um Mount Wilson which is like Jurassic Park it's these huge big ferns and it's just a special special place but it rained and rained and I remember saying to Kaz the the DP I just said how much rain is too much rain you know like when is you know the camera gonna stop if we get, you know filming too much rain? he said oh it's not the rain so much it's wind and rain So we just kept on going. We just put on our wet weather gear. We put the wet weather gear over the camera and the lights. And, yeah, we filmed in torrential rain. And we also filmed in really, really um, hot. We went down to a place called Bombo, which is on the, um, the south coast of New South Wales. And it's just right on the ocean. Amazing place. But rocks big rocks everywhere and they're all piled up on one another and um i found it difficult just getting from one part to the next because you're just going to trample all over these different shapes of rocks and it was really hot and then the guy came down because was a national park area and said oh i better keep an eye out for the the red belly black snakes there's quite a few around i hate snakes don't like snakes at all so um, that was a challenge for me, but um, amazing location to look at in the lens. And then we mo- we were really lucky to be able to film at the Bathurst Museum with the big uh, bones of the, the dinosaur there and they were wonderful people and that was amazing too. But that had its own challenges because all the amazing rocks and things they've got in there... Um, display cabinets that and the lights and everything you know the way you lit that then became a challenge you know but uh definitely the rain and the mud and the rocks and the climbing up different sections you know that was a big challenge for this old duck but uh, we got there it was good it was really good
1: Amazing. So you mentioned here, going back to the cinematic themes conversation that we were having, you yeah. have a quote from um, you over here that your goal was to create a world with fantastical possibilities while still representing as much of modern Australia as possible. And I'd love to explore this with the natural aspects that you've just mentioned, being blue mountains and the heavy rain. And I'd love to explore this with the technological side, so things like VFX and adding those special computerised effects, how did those two, how did you combine those two to to come up with uh, what we can see on our screens right now?
2: Uh, On the technical side, the special effects side, we had um, a special effects um, technician on set uh, because this was something that I was a little bit concerned about, a little bit out of my depth of the technical thing of how it works with the actor. So putting the actor within the special effect. So if you've got something coming out of the actor's hand or something's coming out of the actor's face or some, the actor's being affected by something, how does that work technically? So how, what do I do with the actor um, for the best uh, result to work with the special effect? And it's all about reacting for an actor. That sells a lot of stuff. It's like if one actor has to punch another actor, it's actually the actor that reacts to that punch, that, that makes it work or not work. And I think I saw it a little bit the same with special effects. But having um, Tom Taylor on set to help with, the, with that, like to, talk, to me, talk me through how it might look and how it might work, for me, was um, an absolute necessity. Amazing. I knew where to put put the actors. (laughs) Amazing.
1: And what would you, because I think it's very rare, because often when people use special effects, we see things being entirely computerised, but you have also showcased beauty of Australian nature. So what was it like Mm. combining the VFX part, which you've just mentioned, with the nature that you had naturally available
2: um well I think we were blessed to have the locations that we had to work with and then the special effects are just another layer that comes on top of that so we started with great locations you start with great bones to begin with and then the special effects are in the edit process it's at the end really when you you sit with the editor and look at the effects and choose what's going to work there it's another layer that comes on top of what you've already shot to enhance what you've already shot Um, once again jesse Ahern, what uh his application to getting the best effects and looking at the best effects because jesse edited it as well um remarkable it was really really good Hmm. so they're expensive special effects so you've got to be really careful of how you go about using them.
0: Yeah, special effects are really important for a movie.
2: Yeah. Um, well, I've never done it before, so it was um it was like biting off a big bite and then chewing like mad. So we did one this was your film directorial debut.
1: I wanted to ask you we don't see many female directors behind the scenes in, man, in more of the leadership and executive positions, but you have flipped that on its head. You're the director of this movie. So what are your thoughts on the representation, or in this case, the lack of representation of women when it comes to more executive positions and
2: more these leadership positions? What are your, uh, what are your thoughts on that? I think there should be the choices there for women to make those choices to step up to do that if that's what they want to do. There should be the opening for that. I'm noticing more and more uh, women directors though. More of them are coming to the fore and I'm noticing more um, cinematographers, DPs, um, editors. These are really traditionally male roles that, now I'm seeing more and more because when I first started in the film industry back in the 70s, there, there, there was very few women on set apart from actors, maybe catering, maybe um, makeup or wardrobe. And we used to have a continuity lady back then or it could have been a continuity bloke, but um, there, was not many, there was not many females on a film set back in that day. This is now changing. This is now changing a lot, and I just think it's great that if a woman chooses to step up to do something, then that's got to be accepted, and she's got to ha- be able to choose to do that and be supported in that. I think there's still some. Um, there's just there is still a little, a few people around that um, um, make it difficult. That I think they they push you a bit more to to prove yourself a little bit more. Oh, she's a woman, she's directing. Um, I've been, I'm a man, I've been in the industry a long, long time, so I think I know more. Um, But it's important for a director to have the vision and it's also very important for the director to be able to communicate that vision. And sometimes i found that difficult with some men, Um, but I've noted that it's changing it's really, really changing. And I think it's a great thing because women are so creative and I think if they choose to do it, they should be given the support and the opportunity to do so.
1: Absolutely, and I think we should give you more credit because you're trailblazing this uh, women in more um directorial positions as well. And I'm sure that you've paved the way for many other young women to be directors to have that say to voice their um ideas. So I think we need to give a round of applause. We're doing it virtually.
2: Doing oh, doing thank you so much, Sue. <laughs> wow. That's a lovely thing to say. I love that idea that you know if I can if you can open up the path for somebody else. That's fantastic. That's a lovely thing. Thank you, Sim.
1: No, absolutely. And I think that a lot of young women would look up to you, would look at this film and they would feel inspired that, yes, if Joe can do it, I can do it too. And Absolutely. On, absolutely. And on that topic, what would be your major piece of advice to young women hoping to get into uh, directing?
2: Um, have a clear vision know what you want prepare really well make sure your pre-production is enough time um but know your vision and know what you want and don't be shy to communicate it have faith in yourself and look we are all going to make mistakes that's how you learn but have faith in yourself and move forward and um Communicate your vision clearly. It's a collaborative field, field filmmaking. It's wonderful to have heads of department and creative people all around you. But your job as a director is like um, traffic control and (laughs) being able to communicate to your crew your vision. Um, And I think that's really important. Have your vision, stay clear, communicate it well and have faith in yourself that you'll do it and you'll be right.
1: 10,000%. Mm. So with that in mind, we know that a major theme of the movie is exploring and discovering. Where can we explore and discover more information about your work and as well as mm-hmm. socials for The Legend of Five?
2: Yes, well, The Legend of Five, we've got to Facebook and Insta. We're all doing that at the moment. Um I've been sharing it and people have been sending and tagging me stuff in it. It's, it's been wonderful. You know, it's been so exciting to to get a film this far um, under these conditions with COVID and everything else, you know, it's just such an accomplishment that um, people are just so excited to be sharing it on all platforms, you know, out there on the Facebook and Insta and Snapchat and all that sort of stuff. They're out there doing it and, Um, they're dragging me along into it, so I have to do it as well. Um, Everyone can
1: escape from it.
2: Yeah, that's right. You can't. You've got to actually um, move on and learn it and do it. So, yeah, Facebook, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, The Legend of the Five. Um, So you can check it out and check out everybody um, there, all our makeup, because the makeup department was um, fantastic, like all those prosthetics and... The young crew of people that Deb Davis, she was training up. Um, just special, special. Because um, it takes a lot to put an actor in a chair at four o'clock in the morning and make him sit there for two hours while you change his whole face. And they were amazing. The results of that were incredible, you know. Um, Deb Davis's uh, her makeup department was just fantastic. Absolutely brilliant um yes amazing
1: so to all our listeners out there i'm pretty sure that you're extremely eager to check out all of these special effects the beautiful blue mountains as well as all of this all of this amazing makeup that you've just mentioned so
2: we can definitely
1: have a Mm. lot of visits going to be i'm pretty sure the movie is going to be an absolute visual treat so it's out for you releasing it's um, released today on the 23rd of September. Please check it out on Apple TV, Fetch, Foxall Store, Google Play, Telstra TV, Movies and YouTube. Joe, thank you so, so, so much for joining us. It was a pleasure to speak with you.
2: It was absolute delight to meet you and chat with you guys. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you so, so, so much and all the best with the movie.